You're listening to Double Exposure with Sophia Lemon and Petro, a photography podcast on both the creative aspects and business side of photography. Join the conversation on Facebook at Double Exposure Show Group. And here's Petro and Sophia. Welcome back, everybody. This is episode 27 of the Double Exposure Show with Sophia Lemon. Say hi, Sophia. Hi. And myself, Petro. You can find show notes for this episode on doubleexposure.show slash episodes slash 27. And uh, we'd like you to join the conversation, but only after you leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Yeah. Okay. So do that first. Come on, people. And then join the conversation on Facebook, Double Exposure Show Group. Now, you're more than welcome to give us a like on our Double Exposure Show page, but we'd really like to see you in our group. Yeah, that's more important. Yeah, well, welcome back. Yeah, hey. Hey. Speaking of Facebook. (laughs) What about Facebook, Since we're doing a super quick episode today. Woo! (laughs) Right. Right, we're going to talk about Facebook a little bit because I know that probably all of the new business owners want to know all about Facebook because it's like the big craze. You have to be on Facebook. Yeah. And, okay, so the first thing I'm going to say, are you ready? Let's do this. Okay. Or are you asking me, am I ready? Yes, I'm ready. Okay. Facebook is not that big of a deal. <laughs> I know. <laughs> are, you, are you writing that down? <laughs> no. <laughs> so we said in the episode about getting ready for business, like, I don't even remember what episode that was. Um create a Facebook page so people can find you. Sure, they will trust Mm -hmm. you more if they can find you on Facebook. That's true. So create a Facebook page. Do not put all of your eggs in the Facebook basket. Mm -hmm. I've seen too many people um, get on Facebook and start buying ads and Mm -hmm. not get any business from it. Um, That's true. I've seen this firsthand. Yeah. I don't do any Facebook ads right now. I'm not totally opposed to it, but just right now I'm not doing it. I do not feel like spending that money. I think there are some much more effective ways to bring in clients, like directly emailing people. Um, But Facebook is a great place for people to see your work and sort of get to know you over a period of time, um, recognize your brand, and then hopefully at some point hire you. So I do have like one of my favorite clients told me about when they when they first booked their consultation they said um yeah we saw you at shorty's which is this restaurant in Owen mm-hmm. sound they're like we saw you at shorty's the one day i don't know if you noticed but i mean we're in there and i'm talking to my fiance and i'm like that's sophia lemon that's sophia lemon and i was like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> you become a celebrity yeah, you're making it. me feel so cool So um, when I asked how they originally found me, I guess um, she had been, she had seen one of my weddings on Facebook Uh and had just started following me since then and was like dropping hints with her boyfriend. Like uh, when we get married, this is the photographer we're getting. (laughs) Um, So (laughs) Facebook, yeah. Did he get the hints? (laughs) Yes, he did. (laughs) Okay. And so it is a good way for people to find you, but um, I think people do it like way wrong, like super wrong. Mm-hmm. The end. Okay, we're done. Okay, right. <laughs> that's a great episode. Thanks for joining us. Um, <laughs> There's so yes, but 
let's let's kind of let's kind of clarify that the whole thing. Facebook is not a big deal. Yeah. Um, okay. So it's can can what? a business huh? can a business <laughs> a photography business survive without a Facebook page? Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, but should they get a Facebook page? Sure. Because I will say this, I think you need a Facebook page. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's absolutely the most um, essential part of your business toolkit, yes. but I do think that, that that you do need to be able to connect to people. Um, I think that Facebook can be an awesome tool for people. I don't think it is a necessary part of your business. I think for any business that exists in the real world, you do not need to have like online stuff. So Mm -hmm. Facebook is handy when like people don't know who you are and someone refers you on Facebook and they go and look up your page. But I mean, really you're a photographer, so you're meeting people face to face. You don't need to be online. There's other ways that you can market yourself, but it can definitely be handy. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. The problem, so, well, go ahead. No, I want you to start. <laughs> the problem I've noticed that people run into is they get a Facebook page and they sit on Facebook waiting for people to mm-hmm. like their page and they just, you know, bust their butt getting more likes and sort yeah. of forget about the other stuff. So they think I'm going to look like I know what I'm doing when I have 1000 likes Um, But there are some serious issues with that way of thinking. For example, Facebook has these algorithms that show content to your followers more often when you have high engagement on those posts. So the more your post has been seen, liked, and commented on, the more often it will be shared. Does that make sense? It does. So when you're browsing through your newsfeed, the stuff that you're seeing is popular stuff. It's not just based on a timeline. Mm-hmm. Um, so if... And that's that's how it is right now uh, yeah. when we record this episode. It could and change it, tomorrow. It probably will not go in the opposite direction because Facebook is a business and they want people to buy ads. So you're going to get exactly. more engagement when you buy ads, but don't just go out and buy ads. Um, but this is where this bo- um, boosted post thing came from. That's right. Yeah. So my uh, philosophy on Facebook and why a business needs it stems from my personal use of Facebook. Mm-hmm. And some of you may or may not know that I actually manage Facebook for several other industries and businesses. Um, I'm... In, in some capacity, I manage and contribute to an automaker, um, as well as a hair industry, a couple of salons. Um, and so I see a lot of behind the scenes things and I see a lot of different benefits, but how it benefits me as, uh, as a business, not so much in the content, not so much in the, um, uh, advertising department and new business. It actually benefits me in the communication with current clients and past clients. So what I'm finding is Facebook isn't as important for me to acquire new business, although it does work, um, but it allows me to communicate with my current clients because more often than not, 
a client will reach out by Facebook Messenger. Yeah. Which is it's kind of it's the weirdest thing ever when like it is the weirdest client that is like a client that is on your friends list sends you a message to your business account it's funny (laughs) Mm -hmm. well the conclusion i've came to is that um an everyday user doesn't actually know how facebook works Mm -hmm. they just like using it yeah for sure okay and so um they don't make the right choices they don't make necessarily the, the best uh, decisions when it comes down to that. And I currently use my Facebook page mostly as a communication tool. Um, I don't share much to it. If anything, really, I just, I just left it looking pretty and it does two things for me. The number one thing it does is when people do reach it somehow, or they see it posted in one of their other friends, wedding posts, the first message they send me, if I've never had them as a client, is I love your work, would love to see more. Mm -hmm. And that's the opportunity for me to say, great, let's meet this and this day. I'd love to show you more. And I've just set up a face-to-face meeting. And I do not recommend you take this approach because it doesn't work for everybody. I'm just extremely lucky Mm -hmm. in this situation. Once I establish a a client base with them, so to speak, like a a relationship, a a uh, client-vendor relationship, they choose to continue communicating with through the messenger mm-hmm. app. And as much as I don't like it necessarily, I do have to admit it's a little bit better. It's it's more convenient than email because I have a conversation I can just scroll through. It's um, saved in some kind of cloud-based format platform. I, I'm not going to lose it anytime soon. So even if I get a new phone, I don't have to be like, oh, I wonder if these messages are in my iCloud backup, you know, if if my email goes down or my computer gets lost, whatever. I do have to say that there are certain benefits to it. Why people choose to do that, I have no idea. But that's that's where I think it's super beneficial for you to actually have a Facebook page. So, but let's continue. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I guess I'll explain what I or how I use Facebook. And I use Facebook for sharing photos with the family and friends of my clients. So I post photos and I tag my clients in them. Um, And that is an awesome way to get engagement. uh, Because then those posts show up on their friends' timelines and therefore on, um, sorry, on my clients' timelines and therefore in their friends' news feeds um, Mm -hmm. without me having to, like, pay for it because of Facebook algorithms, blah, blah, blah. Um, you can also interact with commenters on there, which is really handy. And I can directly invite uh, people who like my posts to like my Facebook page, which is a pretty effective way to get new likes because these are actual real human beings <laughs> um, who will then engage with my stuff as well. So if you're like desperate to get new likes on Facebook, you can go and pay for like several thousand new likes. Um, the issue that people run into with that is that it's not real accounts liking your page. It's fake accounts and they never interact with your content. Mm-hmm. So you're, first of all, not reaching potential new clients. And second of all, it is damaging um, the likelihood that you're going to show up in other people's news feeds because no one's engaging with your content. So don't buy Facebook likes. Um, hmm. Well, the biggest problem I find with that is 
<clears throat> it has nothing to do with the number of likes it you really have. doesn't it used to be a big deal because you know you at the very beginning the more likes you had the more people you were able to reach out to because facebook showed your content to everyone mm -hmm. at this point facebook doesn't show your content to everyone you'd be lucky to reach five percent yeah you only reach people if you pay. So if you have a big event coming up and you do have a lot of likes and you want the people who like your page to come out to this event, you could pay to show your ad to or promote your event. And I could see the benefit of paying for an advertisement then mm -hmm. because you're promoting something real where people can come out and engage with you. But if you have 90% of these people as fake accounts, then mm -hmm. who cares? Uh, another point to consider is if you have 10,000 likes, um, but there's only two clients on there and I have 150 likes, but they're all clients. Yeah. Well, I just won, yes. you know, I, 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 I totally got more out of it than, and, and when we rebranded and started our Facebook, uh, page for Lux photography company, we started getting clients at about 150, uh, likes or fans at the time, whatever it was. Um, and it, it happened by us at that time, taking out an ad and promoting, uh, that we were going to be at a bridal show. Mm -hmm. um, so we kind of promoted an event, but also promoted that we're going out and at the same yeah. time promoted our business. Now, the what happened was a person messaged us and said, hey, I'm not going to be able to make it to the bridal show, but I was wondering if I could meet with you. <laughs> yeah, uh, absolutely. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can no, only you. meet with me at the bridal show. That's the only time that I'm yeah. available. <laughs> and so... And it's funny because the bridal show actually only gave us uh, four tickets or six tickets to give away. And uh, um, I just I just bought tickets to couples who, who were interested in going. Mm -hmm. um, I ended up spending $90, <laughs> you know, to me, whatever. I don't care. Um, but uh, basically, uh, I said, if you're interested, let me know and we'll, get, we'll send you tickets for couples who wanted to go. Mm -hmm. And out of the couples uh, that did want to go, it wasn't actually couples. Um, it was mostly like brides and their girlfriends. <laughs> I said I would pay for the bride. Mm -hmm. um, we ended up buying uh, six tickets. So like we, we sent six brides to the bridal show. Two of them ended up booking mm -hmm. with us. So the return on investment was fantastic. Yeah. It was better than any ad I could have taken out on Facebook, right? Yeah. Um, so regardless, um, f what we did have a really good run on Facebook. Uh, the ads worked for us very well. What we did is we promoted our services and we were able to target people. And I think what it comes down to is being able to identify your client base and targeting to them um, on their level. So for example, our target market was uh, 24 to 35. I believe, or 25 to 34-year-old females whose uh, engagement status or whose status was or became engaged, mm -hmm. um, who uh, had a college education, mm -hmm. so they had to list that they went to a college or university, and um, it was a certain geographical area, et cetera, et cetera. Basically, our reach, potential reach, was 720,000 people, I believe, Um and by the time we narrowed it down and targeted the people, we were anywhere between three to six hundred. So our ad was only going out to three to six hundred people. What that meant was we were paying slightly higher prices per click or per uh, whatever you want to call it, per impression. But we were getting better conversions. 
we had a message or two almost every day and we would set up a meeting or two every week and for the longest time we were only investing about $40 US per month. Yeah. So our return on investment was fantastic. It's not like that today. It's it completely different. We don't get as as good of an engagement, so we don't do as many if if any ads lately at all. But having said that, mm-hmm. going back to the original point, it has nothing to do with the amount of likes that you actually have. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares. What you want is you want to have people that actually spend their money with you, with your business, who are who are sort of the evangelist <laughs> for, yep. for, you know, they they live, breathe uh, Sophia Lemon Photography or yep. Lux Photography Company, um, and they tell their friends. Yeah, I was going to say that a referral from a friend is always going to count more than finding you on Facebook, just stumbling mm-hmm. across you on Facebook. So. Um, that's definitely where you want to focus your attention. Do not sit at your desk, staring at your computer, waiting for more Facebook likes. Um, now when I've worked with companies in the past on their social media strategy, I've had a lot of people be interested in doing a Facebook contest to get more likes. That is not what a Facebook contest is for. A Facebook contest is not to get you more likes on Facebook because like we have discussed, that means very little. Nothing. Um, Exactly. Running a Facebook contest is a means to um, add prospects to your database. Um, So on top of that, you can't ask people to like your Facebook page in order to be eligible to win your contest. Um, Facebook is very specific about that. Um, So run a Facebook contest for sure and make it easy for people to share that contest with their friends. Um, But don't do a contest for more likes. (laughs) Right. Like, there's nothing wrong with running contests. Just make sure that you're doing them for the right reasons. Well, we could run a contest to get more listeners for our podcast. Mm-hmm. And the contest would be fueled by, let's say, a giveaway. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the end of the day, you know, if if we do get more listeners, um, we're we're growing our, our audience. It, there, there's, a, there's a definite benefit to mm-hmm. us. But I don't care if they all like our Facebook page. (laughs) I really don't. Well, we wouldn't be directing them to our Facebook page. So if you're running a Facebook contest, basically what you're going to be doing is you're going to be directing these people to a page on your website or some sort of landing page service where you're going to have the details of the contest. They can put their name and email address in so that you're capturing their email address and hopefully you're using that in your email marketing later on. Um, But you're not running it on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So one of the benefits of having a, a, a Facebook page would be if you can actively get involved in the community and um, actually participate in uh, other groups, for example. I'll give you an example. I am a member of um, a local group in the area that I live in. There are probably five to 800 members in this group at least. Um, and it's everybody who lives in the little, in the Kamoka area. There might be even more. I'm not, I'm not sure for some reason around 800 rings a bell. (laughs) And anytime somebody's looking for a suggestion, 
I, uh, I can participate by saying, um, I can help you out with this uh, anytime. Uh, feel free to message me or reach out directly looking forward and I can tag my business into the post. So by doing that, um, excuse me, by doing that, I can um, leave uh, an impression uh, for somebody who may not necessarily uh, take advantage, you know, yeah. of, of my comment. But in the future, if if they're looking for something, they can either uh, search the group or they can uh, stumble upon it by accident. Or by by being by me saying this to them, it could be even six, eight, ten months later, somebody else asks for a photographer or a place to print a canvas. Anybody who's part of that group can say, well, I remember seeing something somebody posted. They can go back to it and then they can reshare that or tag the person in that post. Um, same goes for a group I recently joined um, called Dad Club uh, London, Ontario. And it is um, a group that has approximately 3,000 members of like-minded individuals who are dads, who are men with the responsibility of, uh, you know, being parents, caregivers, providers, but also tradespeople uh, and um, uh, service people and uh, business owners and everything, right? So it's a great community that's in London, Ontario and kind of surrounding area of 3,000 people. And I wasn't even the first person to recommend my business and to tag my business or tag my name in it, but uh, one of uh, one of our friends who was also in the group, um, he there was somebody looking for uh, a person or a business to print a canvas, and he tagged my business in it. And since then, there was a couple of other times where some where the conversation came up. And the business was retagged or reposted or that person's name was tagged on that original post. And so having a Facebook page in that case actually helps because in in terms of my Facebook uh, page, I have the word photography in it. So Lux Photography Company. So when somebody says, okay, you know what? There was some talk about photography in this group. I'm going to actually search it there's a really good likelihood that my page will come up and it serves as a directory, as a listing. Mm -hmm. So again, none of these people actually like my page and they may not even hit like on the page at the time, but they can click on it, they can see it, they can message me or they can connect with me through my phone or anything like that. Are you laughing at Tank's little... Click, 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 click. High heel shoes. (laughs) Yeah, I think basically what Petro and I want to get at this episode is that, yeah, you can use Facebook for sure um, as a tool in your business, but it's it's not where you want to focus your attention. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're going to go over it in more detail in future episodes as well. Um, I don't know what else to say. I like groups. I think groups are more important than Facebook pages. I I do I do as well. Um, before I ask you the question that's on my mind, uh, I want to quickly add something else. Um, okay. On Facebook, you can get rated. Uh, you can allow people to rate you and rave about you, or you know potentially open up a can of worms and get somebody who really dislikes you to give you a negative review, which then you're like, okay, how do I turn this off? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, these ratings, you can share them on your website. Um, so these could serve as testimonials, right? Um, 
So sometimes people don't necessarily make it to your website or send you a personal note, but they decide to rate you, you know, five stars on Facebook. And we currently have like 25 or 30 or whatever ratings on, on our page and they're all five stars, which is fantastic. Uh, I'm really happy about that, but you can actually take those and share them as testimonials mm-hmm. on your blog or your website. So that's kind of a benefit. That's really cool. Um, another thing, um, about Facebook I'm going to kind of save this. I'm going to let you get into groups. So how can a business make the use of a group uh, beneficial to them? You're asking me? Yeah. Um, You're the only person I see. (laughs) Oh. Um, You can use a Facebook group like you would use an email list. Um. And it's also a good place where people can interact and get inspired. So you're not the only person posting to your group. Other people can post to the group and ask questions. It's just a good community sort of thing. Um, So, yeah, it's a great way to... uh, That and people see stuff in groups more often than they see, see stuff in pages. And I think by default, when you add someone to a group, they're automatically getting notifications of all of your posts, which is a good thing as well. Yeah. Um, But... Yeah, I'd like I have a group and I almost promote stuff in there more than I promote stuff on my page. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because you know the cool thing is people in your group are your clients. Yeah. They're current, maybe future clients, potential yeah. clients for sure. Yeah. But they're they're clients that you can keep keep in touch with. And I kind of set you up for this because that's how that's how I was wondering. Uh, that's what I wanted to ask is how, you know, how beneficial is a group? What what are some benefits of a group? And you said that you could use it as a mailing list. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly it. That's that's why that's one of the biggest reasons why I would suggest a Facebook page is to create another avenue for an individual to sign up for your mailing list. Mm-hmm. And we have a future episode planned um, on mailing lists. It might even be one of our next episodes, mm-hmm. um, schedule permitting. But mailing mail lists are uh, extremely beneficial to you because it helps you to connect with your current client and potentially your future client, people who actually want to keep in touch with you. Um, And the mailing list deposits these things directly into their inbox. And, you know, you're not hoping that they see a post uh, Mm -hmm. from a page. Because I'll be honest with you, that's one of the biggest reasons why I stopped posting things. I actually (laughs) deleted uh, at least nine to ten posts that uh of my last posts from the facebook page because they didn't seem relevant anymore they seemed they seemed dated so i just left things alone yeah so here's an idea for example for what you might post differently to your page versus your um group um like i said i post pictures like sort of sneak peek pictures to facebook and i tag my clients in it but i might post more products and stuff to my facebook group um The products and things aren't really going to get a whole bunch of engagement on your Facebook page. It might be an interesting way to show what you do to people if they are for some reason stalking your Facebook page. Um, But I think it'll be a little bit more inspiring for your clients and future clients and such in your group. So like Petra and I have said a couple times, add your newly booked clients to your Facebook, add them to your group. And then post stuff about, oh, new products and 
product ideas, you know, all that, those pictures that people post on Instagram of like wall displays and stuff. Yeah. Post those to your group um, because people are more likely and, to see it and it's going to get them a little bit inspired and thinking about how they're going to get their photos printed. Um, whereas the stuff on your Facebook page is more about like getting them inspired about your photos um, mm -hmm. and about connecting with um, your clients, family and friends. Obviously, right. you want those people to know what you do, that you do wall art and stuff like that. So throw that in sometimes. But just as a general idea, um, those might be some different content ideas for the two different places. I also, True. well, I have my, um, my mailing list and I bring people in using my picture perfect guide. Um, if you guys want to get an idea of what that is and it's using my mailing list, go to pictureperfect.guide and you can grab a copy of it and then you'll get some of the emails and you'll sort of see what I'm doing with my mailing list. But one of the things that I do for all of those people is invite them to my Facebook group. Yeah. Perfect. Yep. Do you ever run, uh, any sort of specials whatsoever? Um, not discounts. <laughs> Okay. I'll do photo series and stuff. Like incentives. Yeah. 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 So overall, some of the product or services may be discounted, but you're not promoting a, an active discount. Yeah. So there, so, I don't like discount with a percentage or something. Or I, yeah. I'll do, yeah, I'll do a an incentive. Like I'm including a canvas with, uh, exactly. with sessions booked this week or whatever. So I always found that whenever you do this on the page, it seems kind of desperate. Mm -hmm. um, whenever you, you know, whenever you do some sort of discount percentage and I have a few clients that I would love to tell this to them and I think they would benefit from this, but they're the ones who choose not to listen to this podcast because <laughs> they think they're know-it-alls. Yeah. So we'll just leave them. <laughs> but, um, but I find that offering an, an incentive like this on a group, well, you get a lot more feedback. You get people who are actually oh, yeah. like... Because I find people, when they're, whenever they're in the group, there's some sort of exclusivity about it. Oh, yeah. They feel exclusive. Because anybody can like a page, but you have to be approved to be in a group. Yeah. So. Well, and the other thing is you can, like, call out your clients um, <laughs> in the group. And I don't mean in, in a negative way, but you could be like, check out so-and-so's book. Um, you kind of are creating oh, a community a where idea. other people know each other. Um, exactly. And it's... Because because you're only going to have people in that group who like you, um, it's just a great way for them to get to get people talking about you and thinking about you positively and all that fun stuff. And I might post more of the um, like fun new things that I'm doing. Like when I got these uh, vintage frames, I think I posted it to like Instagram, but I posted it to the group first. Mm -hmm. Um. And because I don't post pictures like that to Facebook, to my page, I mean, like the pictures with my, using my iPhone that are like not that pretty. <laughs> True. Yeah. If you wanted one of your clients if uh, to share uh, your business on Facebook, would you want them to share your page or would you want them to share your group? So I automatically do this. By, I want them to share the page, I think. Okay. Um, but I automatically do this by tagging them in photos. So yeah. my page shows so up on there. On you're there. tagging your page, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, if I wanted them to... Uh, 
Yeah, because I kind of want to vet the people that are going into my group. Does that make sense? Of course. I don't want a bunch of people in my group who will not spend money with me, who will not spend a significant amount of money with me, right? At the end of the day, it's all just filler and just makes your numbers look good. But really, it doesn't benefit you in any way possible at all. Like, I don't want 100 people in there who will only spend $100 on portraits. Absolutely. Yeah, and I'm with you on there. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. great. Um, We will have future episodes about Facebook and some of the strategies that you can employ. Uh, We'll include them in other topics uh, as, as they relate to the conversation. But um, we'd love to hear from you uh, on this topic and what better tool to utilize than our Facebook group. Um, find us at Double Exposure Show Group mm-hmm. and let us know what you think. I would love, I would love some feedback on this. What I would also like to hear is um, your experiences with Facebook and uh, you know what's worked for you and what hasn't. And so uh, by letting us know, we... We want to stay in touch with you. So Mm -hmm. uh, we hope to see you there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and again, we created that group for you folks. So that's right. Definitely ask questions. And um, I've had friends recently tell me that they have other friends who have questions about photography. So they're reaching out to me directly. (laughs) Um, And I'm saying, I don't have an answer for that question. Add them to the group. And they're too shy. Like the people are like, no, I can't ask. I'm too shy. Uh, don't be shy. We're all nice people. Who told me that they had a, actually, I think Ben had a question the other day. So maybe I'll tag him in there and be like, ask your damn question. Do it. Um, Cause I can't really answer questions about things that I don't know about. <laughs> right. So if you're asking commercial questions, I'm not the right person to answer, but there are people in the group who they sure. are the right people to answer. So, mm-hmm. So, all right. Yeah, yeah. Tell us how the, how else they can find us and about these new other social media. All right. Yep. Go on Twitter and follow us at Double Exposure S. <sighs> Twitter's such a pain in the butt. Like that's we ran out of letters for our Twitter name. Why don't we just say Double Exposures? Yeah. Okay. Double Exposures. Um. <laughs> and follow us on Instagram at Double Exposure Show. And then we want you to send us your pictures. Um, we're going to be tagging people on both Instagram and Twitter with a little bit of business information. So send that. So if you want to be to featured, yeah. uh, join the join our group on Double Exposure Show Group on Facebook and yep. send us send us your uh, your images and your social media contact. Yeah, and by the way, we're not going to be doing like a likes trade on Facebook on the Facebook group. Correct. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but feel free to like each other's pages on Facebook. That is totally cool. Do your thing. But Pull I'm, your boots. Yeah, I'm just not going to be allowing like a post about post your page and we'll all like it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Let's not do that. Oh, that's, that's always funny. Are they, are they call those things like-a-thons. Yeah, I mean, they're fine. I just don't want that to be the focus of the group. I, I think I think they're dumb. So if, hey, Guess what? More people will like your page if you are asking questions and also answering questions on the Facebook group. So there you go. Mm. There's your motivation. Um, sure. Okay. 
You can find the show notes to this episode at doubleexposure.show slash episodes slash 27. Um, and please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. You can do that at doubleexposure.show slash iTunes. And tell your friends about us. Share the episode on Facebook with someone who likes photography. Possibly a friend. Share it on has, your page. <laughs> yeah. Possibly a friend who has a photography question and is shy. And be like, they're super nice. Because we are. I mean, you've heard me rant on this show, but I am actually pretty nice. You know, I've been hearing a lot of feedback from people who aren't in the industry that they're really digging the podcast. Good. And I'm talking about different industries. Like what? Um, I like, there's a gentleman who is doing some work for me uh, in my, one of our properties. Uh He's doing drywall, flooring, painting, all kinds of stuff. And he says he's listening to the episodes. Is he on our page? I don't or, know. Sorry, maybe maybe he, he may find. <laughs> probably not because he's probably thinking, well, that's just photography related. But yeah. a lot of the content, like yeah. he really enjoyed the Wave episode. Um, and I think he's yeah. actually going to start using Wave. <laughs> and Good. so, you know, a sh- shout out to Tyler. Um, Hi, Tyler. Hi, Tyler. Sorry, I don't yeah. sound too enthusiastic. Thanks, I'm just tired. But um, are you tired? You should you should just go. Just, I need just, to go eat food. Go. But yeah. Um, yeah. So if you don't have any photography friends, feel free to share it with other sort of business type friends because there is a lot of content we'll be going over, like marketing and uh, well, marketing <laughs> and business <laughs> stuff. Which we have a lot of beneficial content. Yeah, we're focusing it, it on photographers, obviously, but. Um, really anyone in business in a small business could really benefit from this information. So feel free to share it with those people as well. And ask time. questions about that stuff as well, because there'll be people oh, yeah. in the group who have, who have the answers. Maybe. Probably. Okay. There will be. <laughs> uh, All right. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Have a great day. <laughs>